Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sacktown Movie Buffs. Once again, I'm Kier, and this is Jason. And today we are uh, back. We're continuing the second part of our top 10 films of 2010. Um, if you caught the first part of our show, uh, we basically did our number uh, 10 through number 6 uh, with uh, our challenge films. So then this show will actually be our number uh five through number one and then uh we're also doing some honorable mention did you you, you have some too that you want to say you got your honorable um, mention sheet? you know um this was uh i mean i could bring in a few but uh this i mean this year there wasn't there wasn't there wasn't ones that i was just dying to stick into the top 10 like usual you know so i actually mm -hmm. don't have any runner-ups prepared honestly i forgot Sorry. that's dumb <laughs> that's I mean, fine. I, no, that's no, that's fine. Uh, if okay. it, I mean at the end, if you want to just talk about a couple of brief ones, and then that's fine. You could just you could just share that. So, sure. well, I say I say without further ado, I say we get right into it, man. So let's yeah. go ahead and start with your number five film of two thousand and ten, which I will bring in, which is Black Swan. Yes, Black Swan. So, Black Swan is a. Uh, Filmed by one of my favorite filmmakers, uh, Darren Aronofsky. Um, he's one of my favorite filmmakers because he has uh, consistently um, made movies that are, at the very, very least, interesting and unusual. And I like interesting and unusual. Um, in fact, he's got one of my my uh, one of my a film that I think is probably if I you know if I ever truly sat down and did my all time top 10 uh i think requiem for a dream would be in there that's one of my all-time favorite films but he's also made pie uh mother which i really liked uh fountain um noah um basically i've liked all of his movies that i've seen that i can remember and black swan is one that i don't watch as often as some of the other ones uh but it's really really good and it's about um a, a ballet dancer played by natalie portman who is basically uh i mean it's debatable uh, it's ambiguous in some ways, but it seems like she's kind of uh, losing her mind. Uh, and the whole movie is seen from her perspective. And uh, as she as her mind is just kind of splintering. Um, there's a lot, there's more to it than that, but that's the, the basic gist of it. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Like I said, I don't return to it as much as often uh, as some of the other ones. But um, it is one that I, I, I really enjoy. Um, and just talking about it now, it makes me want to want to pull it off the shelf and watch it because it's been several years but yeah it's uh it's really cool really cool camera work uh it's definitely unsettling and creepy and uh really well acted too so black swan cool cool yeah, yeah i like black swan um it's a really really good film it didn't make my top 10 um it, it would be in my honorable mentions however um, i do like it it is a very very trippy film very strange um so uh, it's like one of those films that I, I think most people will generally like it most people generally do but i i could definitely see some people maybe being a little more hesitant about it because it is it is a little weird um so but that's kind of the director's style and that like even i mean this one's not as risque as say like it is a little risky but it's risque but not not like work room for a dream which is very you know there's some people that will love that film. There's some people that I, I wouldn't even show it to. Like, I don't even know if I'd show. I've never shown uh, my fiance work from For a Dream because I don't know if that's one she's going to jive with or not. So uh, this one's a little bit more of an easier watch, but it, it still is a little a little uh, um, uh, different, I guess, if you will. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the theater and thinking, like, I remember being actually, like, surprised that it turned out to be a pretty big hit, actually. Yeah, um, because I was watching it in a theater and I was like, I'm enjoying this, but man, 
a lot of people are going to wander into this and think what the what the hell they just wandered into. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, no, absolutely. But, but I, you know, I pretty much everybody I know likes Black Swan. You know, so it's uh, apparently it has some universal, almost universal appeal that I I didn't expect it to have. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. Hundred percent. Yeah. My number five. Um, it's going to be a film that pretty much everybody loves as well. Um, which is going to be the Social Network. Um, so that's my number five. So yeah, just a really, really good film. Well done film. Obviously, uh, one of the one of the best films of 2011. Did um, I don't remember what the best picture or for 2010. I don't remember what the best picture winner was um, for that year. It wasn't this, was it? I can't remember. I can't okay. remember. I don't remember. I know this one was definitely one of the ones that was in like all the Oscar buzz and stuff like that. So I, I don't remember. It's been, well, it's been 10 years. So I don't, <laughs> so I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really like the social network. Obviously the story is, is, is basically about how uh, Facebook came to be. So, um, you know, so it kind of follows that, that whole story, you know, basically the idea was kind of uh, in a nutshell, stolen um, from some other guys that had some other app that they were working on. And, and you know, we all know the story with uh, Zuckerberg basically being in college with these guys and, and basically kind of like stealing their idea for the most part. So, um, and became, you know, a billionaire off of it, basically. Um, uh, but I don't feel bad for those twins because I hear they're, they're, they're doing pretty well as well. They've come up with other apps and things of that nature also. <laughs> so, you like you're going to say something about it? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's my number five. I definitely enjoy this one quite a bit. Um, you know, definitely. Uh, I haven't seen it. Um, I think I might have watched it once since then, maybe like in 2011 or something like that. Or maybe right around Oscars I watched it again, but I haven't seen it again since then. So it's another one that I probably need to revisit again. But I, I definitely do enjoy it. Um, I, my problem with films like these, though, is that um, I, I love them. They're great. Um, but I don't know, they're not the kind of films that I'm always just going to pull out and watch just for the heck of it, I guess, because because once you know, I don't know, they're more like informative, I feel like. It's just finding the story of like how Facebook came to be kind of thing, you know what I mean? And then once I get the gist of that, I, I don't know that I break that back out again and watch it all the time. That's just me, though. So, uh, but definitely one that I, I enjoy quite a bit. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the social network. It's going to appear a little bit further up in my uh top 10 but yeah i think it's great um david fincher is one of my favorite favorite filmmakers um mm -hmm. one of my very favorite filmmakers mm -hmm. um he's rarely rarely uh made anything that i didn't totally love um so yeah i, I love this movie um i remember hearing that he was making a doc uh, documentary um a movie about mark zuckerberg and the creation of facebook and you know at this time facebook was still sort of fresh you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. it had, you know, it had already been around a few years, but it still felt like this brand new thing. So I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It just seemed like such an odd thing for David Fincher to do. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I for, really, for, for, what he, for what he normally does, it was a little bit kind of seemed like it was something, you know, he does, usually does more edgier things, I feel like. And this one wasn't quite as it didn't feel like it was going to be as edgy as some of the other films that he had done in the past, I guess. So. Yeah, it is though. It is. It's it's really intense, really. Um, and uh, it's got a really great score by Trent Reznor. Um, it's just a really good movie. I, I, also, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I remember watching it uh, the second time, like at home. Like I saw it in the theater, and then I watched it at home one time, and I, I was kind of surprised by how like gripping it is. It's just a drama, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. it would be interesting to revisit. 
um, now because, you know, um, when it came out, you know, like I said, social media was still kind of new. And I remember at the time, even like, you know, I saw what he was doing. I was like, you know, there was there was a time when I was like, oh, I think everybody's just being kind of hard on on Zuckerberg. You know, he brought this amazing thing into all of our lives. And uh, now, like 10 years later, my opinion of social media has gone down quite a bit. So it would be interesting to revisit that to to see uh, with kind of newer eyes. And, and uh, I don't know now that my feelings have changed toward Facebook a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for everybody, their feelings towards social media has, has, has changed in some ways. I mean, you've got people that are, um, you know, getting off of uh, social media or people going to these other side apps and, and kind of just what social media has become over the last decade. Like you said, back in 2013, 2010, 2008, whenever I first joined Facebook or whatever that might be, um, it wasn't what it is now. You know what I mean? It was just, you know, it was kind of like, you know, it was weird because at the time, MySpace was was so big, you know what I mean, like prior to Facebook. And at that time, you know, I liked MySpace because you were able to like, you know, it was like your own little like world because you could bring in your own music. You, you know what I mean? People go to your page. It was all decorated in your own style. It had your own little uniqueness to it. And so I liked that. And so when Facebook came out, I was kind of like... Um, you know, this is kind of like a dumbed down version of, of MySpace. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not it's not as, it's not as fun. You know what I mean? It just wasn't yeah. as fun to me, you know. Um, and so I was like, um, but I kind of but I, you know, when I joined like in 2007, 2008, I don't remember what year it was. You know, the first couple of years, I liked it more be, because it was kind of dumbed down because it didn't have all that craziness going on and stuff like that. It was just like a fun place just to kind of connect with friends and, you know, share some, some ideas and stuff like that. But obviously in the last, you know, I would say, you know, because 2008, that was also around the time that, you know, Obama became president. And then, and then, you know, in the somewhere between 2008 and somewhere between his reelection, I felt like Facebook just kind of took like this more political stance, you know what I mean? Like on, on either side, you know what I mean? People started becoming more opinionated and that sort of stuff. And that only got amped up even more. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, once Trump got into office, that became that's where it really in the last four years, I think that's where it really became like n and nobody likes it anymore. You know, nobody's yeah. a fan of, of, of Facebook, you know, in general. You know, I mean, I go on there, I still post on there and that sort of stuff. But it's so opinionated now. I mean, that's all it is. I mean, you go to your news feeds now. It's not, you know, it's 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 either, you know, Trump this or 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 you know, Democrats at Republicans this, and that's pretty much, you know, 90% of my newsfeed, especially with what all that's going on right now, especially, you know, this last couple, you know, last things that have happened over the last week or two. Um, but I mean, that's, that's just an everyday thing. So it's just, it is crazy. So yeah, like you said, to go back and revisit it and watch it, you know, back when it was still kind of in its infancy would be, would be interesting. So I yeah. agree. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, moving on to your number four film, which is let me in <laughs> yes uh yes um so let me in i think it's a great movie um and this is this is one area where i find myself um kind of in opposition to a lot of a lot of people especially horror fans um because this is a case uh rare but it's a case where not only do i love the remake but i actually prefer it to the original and not only do i prefer it i strongly prefer it because frankly you know granted i've only seen it once 
I should probably give it another chance one of these days because it is, you know, it has been 12 years or whatever. But, uh, you know, let the right one let the right one in is like a beloved film by many, many people. And mm -hmm. it just didn't do anything for me. Like, mm -hmm. It didn't, didn't do anything for me. Um, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't it didn't do anything for me. So I vastly prefer Let Me In, which is the uh, the American version of the story. Um, not because it's American, but I just think it's a better movie. I think it's it's better acted. Um, I think Chloe Grace Moretz is great in it. Richard Jenkins is really great in it. I think the filmmaking is better, uh, like the camera work, the cinematography, the soundtrack's better because um, it's in the 80s and it's got all this cool um, 80s music in it. Um, but not all the predictable choices, you know, like some interesting song choices. Um, mm -hmm. And I just think the filmmaking's better, the acting's better, it's scarier, it's more intense. Uh, I just think it's a better movie all around in every way. So maybe one day I'll rewatch Let the Right One In and then I'll, I'll uh, beg <laughs> forgiveness. But uh, right now, uh, you know, I would still love this movie. I still just think it's a really great vampire movie. Um, and I would if it was a remake or not. So, yeah, I love this movie. Let, let me in. Definitely my number four. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 I prefer to the uh, to the original as well. Um, it didn't make my top ten. I don't think that it made my honorable mentions. It, it probably just missed it. It probably would have been like number sixteen or seventeen. But it is in my top twenty five, which you know I, I pretty much like most of the films. Usually in my top twenty twenty five. Um, so it is really really good. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, uh, and I do know I personally know a lot of people that prefer uh, the original. But I go back to the old argument most people usually prefer the original in most cases. You know what I mean? I, that's almost 90% of the time, you know what I mean? Where it's very rare that you have something that's remade and people prefer the remake over the original. You know, I mean, like I said, it's just it's just one of those things that you just have to just deal with, I, I feel like. Because the way I look at it is, the original is a reason why they they remade it. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, so it's, it, people just can't wrap their head around that. So I think there's most people that will be like, what? No way. The original is way better. You know what I mean? And I, I personally just like the remake also. Granted, the, the remake is, is an American film versus the original is foreign. I feel the same way about The Ring and Ringu and you know what I mean? And, and I just like the, the, the remake better. And, and maybe because I'm American, I don't know if that's the reason why, but I just feel like that with a bigger budget, maybe they're able to do more creative things. And I, I feel like that, that maybe makes the difference. Cause let me in, I feel like had maybe a little bit of a bigger budget. They obviously had bigger name stars for the, for the, the remake and in, in that capacity. So I, I don't know, maybe that's part of it. Um, maybe because they were able to take some of the things that maybe was lacking in the original and, and bring that into the remake. I, I, I don't know. So, but I, I agree with you as well. So. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not anti-remake in any way. Like, I, no, I, think, no. I get into a lot of arguments because a lot of people, uh, and maybe more, especially horror fans, especially I think, um, just have this knee-jerk reaction to be offended at the very idea of a remake. And I just, I don't feel that way because I mean, there have been a lot of really great remakes, and uh, right. I think you're shutting yourself out to a lot of good experiences that way. I mean, the thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, is a remake, and that's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a remake. You know. So if you're giving, if you don't give any remakes a chance, you could be missing out on some really good stuff, you know. And and honestly, like like you kind of like what you hinted at, um, the fact that a movie's being remade is a compliment. That means that story will keep going. You know what I mean? Like like stories have been retold and told and told over the centuries. You know what I mean? That means it's a strong story, 
that people are trying to keep alive, you know? And yeah, you could say like, oh, you know, the, the 1975 original is better. Sure. But who, who, what young person now is going to seek that out that 75, 1975 original, they're going to see this one. And then they may want to go back and see the original, but this will keep it going. You know I mean? If you just keep it in 1975, it's just gonna it's just gonna get right. older and older and less right, people, exactly. less people yeah. can see it. So yeah, because twenty years from now no one's really gonna care that much, you know what I mean? Yeah, well I mean hopefully, but you know you know what I mean. Like Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, no, no, great choice, great choice though. I definitely enjoy that film. Cool. Well, great. Uh, moving on to my number four. Uh, my number four is actually going to be a film that was in your your uh, the bottom half of your top ten, uh, which is going to be, oops, Toy Story three. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so that's my number uh, four for two thousand and ten. Um, yeah, I just really really enjoy that. Um, I think I think it's great. Um, you know, I I don't know where I rank all of them, um, but I felt like Toy Story three was definitely the most um, I hate to say adult film, but it was definitely, you know, of the three, it was definitely the one that had the most uh, pull up the heartstrings, I feel like the most, and it definitely had some real conflict, uh, you know, some real, uh, you know, death imminent kind of stuff going on. You know what I mean? It definitely, you know, had some, some fear, um, you know, definitely, I could definitely see people, you know, tearing up in the theaters when, you know, it was, you know, things were getting ready to happen and that kind of stuff. So it was a very, very, um, you know, I really felt like they really stepped their game up with the third one, especially the third of any series is always kind of, you know, questionable whether or not it's going to be, you know, uh, you know, great or good or whatever case may be. You know what I mean? It's always hard to keep that magic going by the third film. And they were able to continue doing that. I can't say so much for the the, the sequels that came afterwards, but, um, but this one was definitely really, really good. And like I said, it's right there. If it's not the best one, it's, it's at least on par with two and, and one for sure, in my opinion. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we already, I already talked about that one last time. So yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. Um, yeah. Good choice. Cool. Cool. All that we need to say about that one then, since we already had that discussion. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. On to your number, uh, your number three. Yeah, we're number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is going to be Scott Pil- Pilgrim versus the World. Yes, I love this movie. I saw it probably, I think, at least three times in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched it at least twice at home. Um, but I love this movie. I think it's so much fun. I have not read the graphic novel. Um, I understand it's, it, it originated with a graphic novel, um, so I don't know anything about these characters really. But it's just uh, it's just a super fun movie. Uh, it's it's made almost like a video game, mm-hmm. except that it's live action. Um, but I just love this world that it's set in. I love these characters. I love the music. Uh, it makes me laugh. The cast is great. It's just I've seen you know quite a few movies, but I've never I've never seen one that. Uh, is is quite like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I think it's a really special movie in a lot of ways. So, and it just reminded me that um, I don't have the soundtrack. I should probably buy the soundtrack. So I'll probably buy the soundtrack after we're done here. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It only took me ten years to realize that. So yeah, um, nothing. Yeah. Hey man, hey, hey, nothing, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, cool. I, I love I love that movie. I didn't talk anything about the plot, but I mean, Michael Sarah plays Scott Pilgrim, and he, basically he's got to uh, 
before he can go out with uh, the woman that he likes, he has to defeat her five evil ex-boyfriends mm-hmm. uh, through battle. Kind of like a video game. Kind of like, you know, Double Dragon or whatever, where you have to, or Street Fighter, where you have to beat uh, the bosses one after one until you're done. Um, but it's kind of like that. It's it, But it's it's just a crazy, crazy movie. I love it. So, yeah, that's my number three. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a call. I got a real revelation about this film. So I, when I first watched this film, um, I actually watched it, um, basically illegally streamed. Um, and so the, the audio and the picture was not very good on this one. It was a very, very bad copy. Um, so I, I did like it. Um, but I feel like it never really, I never really gave it a, uh, the best chance because of the, the, the audio and video issues that I had with it. Um, so I did end up buying it like used or something like that at Blockbuster. So I have it. I just never ever rewatched it. <laughs> so, um, oh. No, so it's definitely one that I should probably rewatch again at some point. Um, but I do remember really liking it, obviously enough to, to buy it on, on, on Blu-ray. Uh, but uh, it didn't make my top 10, maybe partially because I, I need to rewatch it again. So um, so who knows? You know, maybe someday we'll do a, a you know, a, where are they now? Top 10. <laughs> we, <just laughs> list we list off. But, you know, I feel like a top 10 list changes all the time anyways, though. So, you oh, know it what I mean, I mean it, the top 10s that we were talking about today were not the top 10s that we gave the, you know, 10 years ago when we first watched all these films. And we also probably have seen some more films from those years that maybe slid into that. You know what I mean? Because obviously I can't see every film that year, you know, 2020. I, I didn't get to watch you know, everything. And whenever I do my top 10 list for 2020, I'm sure there'll be other films that I'll get around to that. Maybe I like enough to bump something out of my top 10. So, no. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I do recommend checking that out again though, because that, that is one, I mean, every movie really, but that, that is one in particular where uh, the, the audio and the visual uh, is real important. That it yeah, exactly. Really and I think that ruined it for me a little bit because it was like, you know, I had like the little squiggly lines going through it sometimes yeah. or, um, you know, then it, it uh, the problem with, you know, using the legal download ones or whatever. I don't know if it was a legal download or if I got a bootleg copy. I can't remember now. It might have even been a bootleg copy of it. So, um, you know, which is even worse probably. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely one that I'll, I'll have to revisit again at some point. Um, so for sure, man. And I own it. So there's no reason why I can't rewatch it whenever I want to. Rewatch uh, it now. Cool. All right. All right I'm, I'm out of here. I'll come back. and <laughs> after, after we're done, I'll buy the soundtrack. You watch the movie, then we'll talk again. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Until yeah. then, you're dead to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Uh, moving on to my number four. Um, or no, number three. I'm sorry. We're number yeah. three already. Um, is actually going to be The Karate Kid. Um, uh, yeah, I, I really like this movie quite a bit. Um, you know, I just, I thought it was fun. It's a remake that I don't think is better than the original. Um, but, uh, but I definitely really, really love this film. Um, I thought it was great. I think, uh, Jaden Smith was, was really, really good. I really like Jackie Chan in it. Um, it, it had a really more updated, more modern feel to it than the original Karate Kid. And, you know, and I, I, I definitely like the original Karate Kid better than this one, but, there's a, over the years, there's been a lot of things that have come out about the Karate Kid where you watch the film again and, and you could see instances where, um, you know, Danielson maybe in some instances had what was coming to him because he wasn't exactly the nicest kid. You know what I mean? He did some things in there that you're like, oh, 
okay, yeah, definitely. You know, he he kind of maybe deserved to get beat up in that instance, or he, you know, maybe should have mount, you know, you know, minded his own business in that instance. You know, there's and the original one, and I know we're talking about the the remake. I just remember there's a that they have a whole thing about like how he was he was the villain or whatever. And you know, there's some things that are a little bit of a stretch or whatever, like you know, him him butting into like a an ex boyfriend and girlfriend conversation to like you know taking the ball away or whatever in that scene. Okay. That one, but there is a scene where, um, where the, the main bad guy, Johnny is in the bathroom, uh, like smoking a joint or whatever. And just for like almost no reason, he comes in and like, you know, douses him with water or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't even bothering him then, you know what I mean? And he just comes and just forcefully does that. So, so just, when I do watch it again, I do see some of those, those, those issues. And then like, obviously they have the new show on Netflix, a Cobra Kai where they kind of touch on, some of those things that you know maybe maybe he wasn't exactly the most the the, the best kid either he he deserved some some of the the butt kicking that he got in that film you know what i mean like <laughs> but yeah. um this one was different um obviously the main kid in this one jaden smith's a little bit younger um than he was he, he's more like middle school or something like that um but the the fighting is good the action's good the the villains are, are really funny uh the fight scenes are, are a little more amped up in this one because they're it's more like kung fu in this one than it is uh like karate it's more it's more kung fu in this one but um uh but i enjoyed it i thought this is a great film um i one that i really really love and one that i i, I watch you know maybe ever the year i check this one out so cool uh yeah i love i love the karate kid remake and that's another one where a lot of uh you know, people who uh, really lean on the nostalgia were like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're attempting a Karate Kid remake. And they probably yeah. never even watched it. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. And honestly, um, you know, I haven't seen the original Karate Kid in so long, so long. I mean, it's probably been 15 years or more, honestly. Right. I have the DVD. Right. Um, so I should watch it again. And I haven't watched Cobra Kai either, even though I've heard so many good things about it. I'll probably... I'll probably watch the first Karate Kid and then start Cobra Kai finally. But uh, right. um, so I don't remember any of the things you're talking about, really. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, when you when you watch it now, you'll you'll definitely see there's there's some things that he does that's like he wasn't exactly you know what I mean, and like he he kind of eggs them on a little bit. Uh, you know, there's like a like when he's training for like the tournament or whatever, there was a scene where, uh, you know, they, they go to like the dojo, the, the Cobra Cry dojo. And, and the instructor basically says, you know, you lay off the kid until the tournament. No one's allowed to touch him. Right. So then he goes to school the next day and he's like egging them on. He's like, what are you guys going to do? You know, you guys can't touch me. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, he's kind of a little punk. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. so there is that, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so I don't I do that at all. yeah, yeah. You gotta watch it again. You'll, you'll definitely notice some of that stuff. He definitely does things in there that you're like, you're like, he kind of almost had it coming to him in some, in some cases. I'm not saying they should have jumped him and beat him up, but he definitely, you know, he wasn't like this good kid minding his own business the entire time. And these guys just were picking on him for no reason because he was a new kid in school. You know what I mean? He definitely inserted himself into places where maybe, you know, you might have had it coming. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, definitely. But I, I, I'm not saying that this one's better. Um, because they're just different, but I, I definitely got a, a, a lot of joy out of watching this one. And this is the one that I probably will watch more often than the original yeah. one, um, just because the, the, the original one's maybe a little dated or whatever. So, um, right. The original one does have the cool summer song, which I love though. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yep. All right. Moving on to number two. 
um, for you, and I'll bring that in, is going to be Inception. Inception, yes. Uh, like uh, like some of the other filmmakers we've talked about, Darren Aronofsky and David Fincher, uh, Christopher Nolan is also one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, he's rarely, uh, like those others, he's rarely, he's made a lot of really great movies, and he's rarely done any that have disappointed me. And I think uh, Inception is one of his very best. Um, probably, maybe even, I think Memento will always be my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Always, no matter what. Probably. But, I, I think for me, too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, But I think probably, in fact, I was just ranking them with a friend recently. And um, at first, I put Memento at one, Dark Knight at two, and Inception at three. Honestly, I think I might switch those. I might, I might, I might make Inception number two. Honestly, because I love the Dark Knight, but it does take kind of a, a dive after after Heath Ledger leaves the picture a little bit. It's still great, but um, I think Inception is probably the better movie overall. I think it's great. Um, it's really exciting. It's really it's really long, but it's paced really well. Like I just watched it maybe a couple of months ago for the first time in a long time. And uh, yeah, it, it really holds up really, really well. Um, it does not feel 10 years old. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody's seen Inception. I don't really need to tell about, you know, it's going into dreams and, you know, all kinds of crazy visuals and, and insane action sequences. And uh, it's just an awesome movie all through and through. So yeah, that's my number two for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I would just bring this up right now uh it's also my number two as well okay. so we can just continue talking about it okay. so, uh, <laughs> makes it makes it super simple and easy yeah it actually is my number two for 2010 as well uh, yeah i i love this movie it's just great uh, like i said it definitely is up there i like memento which is funny because memento is like like we always talk about this it's his most simplest film for nolan um in my opinion but i it's also probably my my favorite uh, Christopher Nolan film, but this one is probably number two for me also of, of, of his films, not only for this year, but of his films. Um, I'm kind of with you on the dark Knight. Also. I, I feel like it, it's really, really great. Um, but like you said, once, you know, the, the villains was what really makes the dark Knight films. You know what I mean? And we've had this conversation before. I really love, uh, you know, Christian Bell is great and there's nothing wrong with him, but I feel like Christian Bell is, is a better, bruce wayne than he is batman you know what i mean and the villains are what really make the dark knight films in my opinion you know what i mean yeah. or when he's being bruce wayne you know what i mean like the first yeah, you know, the the dark knight uh the original um the original film batman um, begins batman begins or whatever yeah. you know most of that film he's 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 bruce wayne you know what i mean he doesn't really become batman until you know, later in the film or whatever, you know what I mean? And so I enjoy that story. I just feel like his, his voice was so gruff and stuff like that. So I do have a few things issues with that, but Inception is great. I, I think it's great. Um, it's a fun film and, you know, a lot of Christopher Nolan films are a little hard to explain in, in many ways. Um, you know, but uh, somebody, uh, somebody made a reference um, in another group I was in that, that said that all of his films are about time in some, in some form. And and it's yeah. right. They are. They're all about. They're all about time in some in some form or some capacity. There's different elements of that, but they're all about time. You know, either time being reversed, time, you know, with sleep in your dream, time with, you know, tenant where forward and back, and you know, going back in time, and you know what I mean. And then even, uh, uh, Interstellar. Even Dunkirk. Yeah. Even Dunkirk because. Uh, it's three separate stories that are on three different timelines. Right. You know, exactly. Like, I think if I remember right, one of the stories is just a single day 
And then one of the stories is like a week and one of the stories is like a month, but they're all, it takes you a while to kind of understand that. Right. Which I think it's cool. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, I, I like Christopher Nolan. He, he's, I think he's a phenomenal director. He, he's not up there with, uh, you know, my, my favorites. Um, I, I'm always going to lean towards where it's more like, you know, you know, Tarantino or Scorsese. Uh, there's a little bit more my style. His stuff is so vast that, um, you know, and this movie, you know, included, you know, it's so vast that it, it sometimes it takes a little while to, to wrap your head around a, a little bit. But, um, you know, but it, it is an enjoyable film and I definitely do like it quite a bit. So, yeah. But cool. Yeah. Awesome. But cool. Well, oh, by the way, uh, not to go off on a tangent, but I did just rewatch Tenet's. Uh, and I can confirm that it's much, much better the second time. Yeah, but you say that almost about everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. And you even go into yeah. films. I don't know. I feel like with you, you're you're gonna like it better because you almost already go into. I think on the second viewing, it's gonna play a lot better, and then it always does for you. So, <laughs> well, it's usually true. It's usually true. So I I don't know. So I don't I don't I have to take what you say with a grain of salt because you, you say that almost Whatever. about everything. Any film that you're kind of on the offense about or didn't love as much as you on the second viewing, I think it's gonna. And then you know, of course, the second viewing. It, it it blows your mind so um i don't know it's it, it's a pattern for you <laughs> so no i just think that's the way art is you know what i mean like the first time especially for a movie like that the first time it's all noise you can't make sense of it but it's like when you hear a song the first time you don't know it like the back of your hand you don't know you love the song until you've heard it a few times you know and you and you hear how things work together and you hear um same way with a movie especially like that like, uh, it just, you, you know, like, you know, the feeling you get when you watch a Tarantino movie, you notice, you notice new things every time you watch it, but you also, you also, uh, increase your enjoyment of everything that you knew was coming up. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like it just, it, you know, it's like, I don't know, whatever. I'm right. All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't see myself revisiting it anytime soon. I just, it, there wasn't enough for me to want to revisit it, but cool. Glad you enjoyed it. But who knows? Maybe someday. Who knows? Yeah. Cool. Well, moving on to your number one film since we already did my number two. Um, and I'll bring that in. Um, that'll be quick and easy, um, which is going to be The Social Network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We already kind of went into detail about that one. But yeah, that's my that's my number one of the year uh, for sure. Um, I think it's a masterpiece. Um it's just a great movie uh, and one that I haven't probably seen in a long time, but I need to revisit and uh, see how well it plays uh, these days. Now that the social media landscape is even darker than it was in 2010. So should be interesting, but yeah, I love that movie. Number one. Cool. Yeah. Well, we already discussed it, so I don't need to elaborate anymore, but yeah, definitely uh, great. I mean, obviously it was in my top five, so I'm not going to fight you over the, the placement of it. So, I mean, anything in both our top tens is we, we loved. So, um, yes. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely great choice for sure. So cool. Well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number one is actually going to be the town. Um, I just love this movie. I think it's great. Um, I know it gets a little bit of a lot of people compare it to heat because it, it's kind of that same kind of setup where it's like a group of like bank robbers and a group of like cops. And so it has that same kind of 
follow up of kind of like Heat, and Heat is definitely a better film. That Heat's like my number, like you know, Heat's in my all time top ten of, of all time. But this one I loved. I thought it was great. I like. I thought the story was really good. I thought the action was good. Um, you know, the characters. I think they, they give you a little bit, a little bit. You learn a little bit more about the characters in this film as opposed to Heat. It's mostly more the the main two guys and the main cop and the main and the main uh, the, the main bad guy in Heat. This one you really get to find out a little bit more about the actual all the bad guys and, and a little bit more of their story and that kind of stuff. And um, it's got some different elements to it. So I, I don't like to compare the two, but they do have that same kind of uh, similarities. Another film that, that follows that same pattern is that I didn't like this one. Not one nearly as much was uh den of thieves. That that's another one. That's the same thing where it's like a group of bad guys and a group of cops, bank robbers, that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I thought the action was good. I thought the story was great um, for me. This really cemented, you know, you know, Ben Affleck just being a, a really, really good director. Um, you know, I think he's, you know, I, I think he gets a lot of flack. I just see, I feel like in general, um, you know, for acting and directing, but I think he does both of them really, really well. Um, and I think it showed in this film also. So, I mean, uh, but yeah, I definitely love the town. That is my number one film of 2010. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've only seen that once and I remember liking it a lot. Um, I remember liking it a lot, but for, I don't know, for whatever reason, not enough of it has stuck in my brain to uh, cause me to place it anywhere on a list. You know what I mean? Like, I I would need to watch it again and remind myself uh, why I liked it so much. And I haven't seen it in 10 years. So, um, but yeah, I remember liking it a lot, for sure. And I do think Ben Affleck gets a lot of lack for for no good reason. Because I think he's not, I mean, he's not the world's greatest actor, but he's a good actor. He's a solid actor. And he's definitely a good director. Oh, Um, for sure. You know. Yeah, I knew I knew that from the first ten minutes of first five minutes of Gone Baby Gone. I was like, oh, this is like this is like a movie. You know, this is good. You know, <laughs> it's like a movie. So, this guy yeah. kind of knows what he's doing. <laughs> I know, I know. I could I could tell that from the opening credits, you know what I mean? So yeah. What did he do? Has he done anything since Argo? I can't remember. Like he did those three, and I don't I don't think he's don't directed remember. anything since. Yeah, I know he's been acting more because he, he, you know, he was in the Batman, and then uh, he did that the way back. I, th- I don't know if he directed that one. I think he just acted in that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not I think sure. he's a fine actor, but I think he should make some more movies. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, definitely directing yeah. is more his jam. Yeah, uh, for sure. And you know, Argo definitely was his. It wasn't my favorite of, but it was probably the yeah. biggest, um, the biggest height that he reached w- was with Argo. So. Yeah, because it got uh, lots of Oscars nominations yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely nominated for Best Picture. I don't think it won, but it got nominated for Best Picture. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think it, it was won. fine, but it's probably my least favorite of the. Three. Yeah, it's my least favorite of the three. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah but I definitely, fine. but all three of them are, were good. They're all they're all good films. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you had any honorable mentions, but we don't have to do it if you didn't bring them. So. Um, the Karate Kid would definitely be top honorable mention, probably. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was kind of an easy year. Uh, yeah. It wasn't you know it wasn't like some years where I'm like I'm trying to I've got like 45 movies that I want to talk about. So yeah, it was, yeah, no, there were other good yeah. movies. Yeah, there yeah, were other I, good movies for sure. Yeah, there were only a couple that I really wanted just to 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 uh, stress, and that was one of them was was Black Swan. That would have been in my honorable mentions. I really liked the Book of Eli as well, and then um, I really like Get Him to the Greek. Um, that was oh, really yeah, yeah, yeah. funny. I really enjoyed that one quite a bit. 
And then uh, one of the ones that really grew over me over the years was Devil. That one really grew on me over the years. I've seen that a few times, and that was those. Those are just some of the ones I just wanted to to stress that if you haven't seen any of those ones, definitely urge anyone to check those ones out. So yeah, I enjoyed Devil. Uh, it was that coincidentally uh, the movie I wanted you to watch, Catfish. Uh, we were going to see Catfish, and we went to the wrong theater. It was in San Francisco on vacation, so we ended up going to see Devil instead, and uh, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So yeah, the Karate Kid Beginners is really good. Uh, Meek's Cutoff is really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conventional Western. Yeah, yeah. and uh, a movie called Black Death is really good. It's uh, set during the bubonic plague. Uh, it is starring Sean Bean uh, from Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. And you know, basically, if you like seeing Sean Bean in like uh, you know night nightly you know get up with swords and a really violent setting, uh, then definitely watch this if you like him in that kind of setting uh it's a really it's a it's a really gory intense horror movie set during the bubonic plague so thumbs for sure. up for me <laughs> cool cool yeah. um yeah and then uh we do have some challenge films for 2011 um so you got a film for me let me go ahead and remove this real quick though um so you had a film for me that you want me to watch for 2011 that I haven't seen. And then I got a film for you for 2011 that you haven't seen. So what was your film for me? Okay. So um, I can't decide. So I'm going to ask you to pick a number between one and 100. 75. 75. All right. You're going to be watching the Muppets. <laughs> okay. What was the other choice? Uh, Final Destination 5. Oh. <laughs> They're both good. They're both really good. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, whenever we decide we're going to get around to shooting that show, I'll definitely, uh, definitely watch that. Uh, yours was a little tough, too. Um, I ultimately went with the one that I like better. Um, um, so you're actually going to be watching Columbiana. So. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I've always kind of wanted to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So really, really good female action film. So I think you'll like that one. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely a lot of lo should be a lot of fun. So, it's not as good as the Muppets, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, For it's sure. really good, man. It's really funny. Uh, it's really funny. It's got a lot of great songs in it. It's good. Yeah, you know how much I love songs and, and movies, man. <laughs> 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 you know me and me and musicals are are, are are right up the right up there, man. So cool. Hey, man, it's good stuff. <laughs> It's good stuff. Trust me. Yeah, I was deciding between that and actually The Sitter was the other one I was going to decide between because it's just oh. like a wacky comedy. Um, you know, like I said, it didn't get very good reviews, but it's got um, uh, the the bad guys are really, really funny in there. So uh, I don't know. A bad guy that rides around on roller skates is is, is, is something very funny. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay. But yeah, but I, I don't mean with uh, Columbiana. I think you have a better shot of definitely liking that one. So. Um, I thought you were going to have me watch The Hangover 2 or uh, Bad Teacher. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Bad Teacher. I didn't love that one, so I wouldn't have chose that one. The Hangover 2, I didn't choose because you didn't really care for the first one. So, yeah. So. I didn't hate it, but, you know, I don't, I don't love it as much as everybody else, that's for sure. Yeah, so I, I didn't think – because the second one is not as good and it's in that same vein. So, you know, there was really no point in me suggesting that one for you at that point. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, cool. Well, those are the films we're going to be watching. Uh, cool. All right. Well, uh, enjoy the Muppets. Yeah, absolutely.
Well, if, if you, you want extra credit, if you want extra credit, watch Final Destination Five too. Yeah, if you want extra credit, watch The Sitter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe I will. <laughs> um. But yeah, um, well, yeah, well, we thank you guys for watching. Um, obviously, uh, if you like the channel, or, or I mean, I mean, obviously, if you there was, well, yeah, obviously, if you like the channel, definitely subscribe. But I was gonna say, if there's any films that you like or that we didn't mention in our countdown that you thought were great, definitely be sure to mention down in the comments. Um, as always, give us a like, thumbs up, uh, subscribe, and then always make sure you hit the bell notification so you don't miss any of our updates. And we'll be back again soon with another show for you guys shortly. We thank you for watching and hope you have a great day. Bye.